0: Welcome to Bite at a Time Books, Behind the Story, where we answer the questions you have about your favorite classic authors. What inspired your favorite author to write their novels? What was going on in the world at the time? Follow along with us as we tell you what was happening in the world while your favorite authors wrote your favorite classics. My name is Bree Carlisle, and I love to read and wanted to share my passion with listeners like you. If you want to know what's coming next and vote on upcoming books, sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Be sure to follow my show on your favorite podcast platform so you get all the new episodes. You can find most of our links in the show notes, but also our website, biteatatimebooks.com, includes all of the links for our show, including to our Patreon to support the show and YouTube, where we have special behind the narration of the episodes. We're part of the Byte at a Time Books Productions Network. If you'd also like to hear a book by the author, check out the Byte at a Time Books podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Today we'll be talking about the later years of Louisa May Alcott. In 1877, Alcott was one of the founders of the Women's Educational and Industrial Union in Boston. After her youngest sister May died in 1879, Louisa took over the care of her niece, Lulu, who was named after Louisa. Alcott suffered chronic health problems in her later years, including vertigo. She and her earliest biographers attributed her illness and death to mercury poisoning. During her American Civil War service, Alcott contracted typhoid fever and was treated with a compound containing mercury. Recent analysis of Alcott's illness suggests that her chronic health problems may have been associated with an autoimmune disease, not mercury exposure. However, mercury is a known trigger for autoimmune diseases as well. An 1870 portrait of Alcott does show her cheeks to be quite flushed, perhaps with the butterfly rash across her cheeks and nose, which is often characteristic of lupus. But there's no conclusive evidence available for a firm diagnosis. Alcott died of a stroke at age 55 in Boston on March 6, 1888, two days after her father's death. She is buried in Sleepy Hollow Cemetery in Concord near Emerson, Hawthorne, and Thoreau, on a hillside now known as Author's Ridge. Her niece Lulu was only eight years old when Louisa died. She was cared for by Anna Alcott Pratt, then reunited with her father in Europe and lived abroad until her death in 1976. Louisa frequently wrote in her journals about going on long walks and runs. She challenged prevailing social norms regarding gender by encouraging her young female readers to run as well. The Alcott's Concord, Massachusetts home Orchard House, circa 1650, where the family lived for 25 years and where Little Women was written and set in 1868, has been a historic house museum since 1912 and pays homage to the Alcotts by focusing on public education and historic preservation. Her Boston home is featured on the Boston Women's Heritage Trail. Thank you for joining Bite at a Time Books behind the story today while we answered some of the questions you have about one of your favorite classic authors. Again, my name is Brie Carlisle, and I hope you come back next time when we answer more questions about one of your favorite classic authors. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at biteatatimebooks.com. Check out the show notes or our website, biteatatimebooks.com, for the links for our show.